The pair you are about to hear are not professionals. Their opinions and beliefs are not fact. They are just two idiots that are spitting nonsense. Hello, oh! It is I, Jasmine, oh. and uh, I'm here with uh, the the fourth day boy. Uh, ha, ha! God, I wish I could do Gru's voice because it works in that. Gru's voice. Uh, Gru's voice. Happy ball! I can't do it. It's so bad. <laughs> well, this is Zach, and uh, you've clicked onto the spitting nonsense I'm podcast. At, I'm at I'm at I'm at living a quarter of my life, as you could say. Which is coming to be a fun time. Uh, I, I, my life is worth a quarter at this moment because that's how old I am. Uh, okay, Zach. Like, I think your life is worth a little bit more than a quarter, personally. But all right, we'll we'll accept that for now. I never but, said how big the quarter was. Why the fuck does it matter how big <laughs> the quarter is? <laughs> like, it's still a quarter. Like, yeah, but 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 that means like uh, okay, wait, I gotta look this up because I'm gonna be wrong either way. Big if I quarter. Say if you type in big quarter, I'm literally done. With no, this I want to know what quarters are made of. <laughs> it's a light. Like, it's uh, a light coated uh, copper and then nickel. Yeah. So it's, if I had a big, if I had a big enough one, I feel like I would have a, like it would be a, 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 a big enough amount of money out of that. But it really depends. Okay, about twenty five dollars. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus! I have a, a face open. Anyways, yes, I, I it's twenty five. I guess is what we're going with. Uh, what's more funnier than twenty four? Twenty five. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I, had, uh, I had to do it. Uh, since we're talking about, since we're talking about, Bert, there's really not much. I had uh, hung out with my brother and got food. Which I, it was great because it was Slotsky's and uh, sandwich time, and I like their sandwiches a lot. Um, I didn't have to pay for it, so that's it's it's a plus. Uh, Katie gave me money, which I used to buy uh, some uh, uh, alcohol, which was uh, nice. And then, parents sent me red velvet cupcakes. Uh, I already ate two of them; they were delicious. So it's been pretty nice. Uh, also, then the new update for Fallout 76 just came out, so I'll be playing that after this. Yeah, um, I'm already like five levels deep <laughs> right now, so yeah. Uh. So we'll talk. We'll talk about that. But since we're on, well, well, what are what have you been up to? Because I, oh, I had a test that was due that was gonna happen today, but it was pushed back till Thursday. But that was last week, but now it's this week. And she said, you know what? We're going to push it back till next Tuesday, which is, that's also a plus. So, yeah, lucky you. I, you're taking like 16 week long courses, though. So that's nice. Oh, like, no. me, no. Like, my, I'm about to have to turn in my finals within the next five days uh, for, well, seven days, within the next seven days. Uh, <clears throat> 
two of my three classes that I'm taking right now, and then my other two classes for the second half of the eight weeks have loaded in. So it looks like I'm taking like like five classes right now. I mean, technically I am in a in a semester, but it's it's definitely separated and not overlapping. You know what I mean? Because that like makes me want to scream like thinking about it. And I wish they would have just waited <laughs> to load it in oh, onto yeah. Canvas. Uh, but that's just my anxiety speaking. But yeah, I'm halfway through one my my one 16 week course, and it's a fucking lit course. I've read two books so far. Um, fucking well. I read, I definitely read the first one and halfway read the second one and then like biblioed the rest of it because I was like, yeah. fuck that. And uh, not like I, you know what? I wish that I would have biblioed the first half and then read the second half, honestly, because the act, the book actually was good. The, twi mm -hmm. the twist was pretty good. It was me Mexican Gothic, so. Got yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. I it's, see. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, gothic lit monsters and madness. That is the full name of that class, by the way. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, there's been monsters and there's definitely been madness. So a few sexual assaults, may I add. But uh, besides the point, um, <clears throat> I also, in the meantime, went out with Brian and we went and on a whim just saw Cocaine Bear fantastic that that movie mm. was just fucking awesome like i had a great time and i watched an old couple leave so fast like mm -hmm. <laughs> dude when the when the when this person who was strapped to a stretcher like her face went on the curb and just like slid across the curb for like 30 40 feet like until her face was like ground down they left that was the moment that they left like it was pretty graphic. Yeah, that movie was graphic as fuck, actually. But this um, was this was it was made by Elizabeth Banks. It was directed by Elizabeth Banks. It was so made by Elizabeth Banks. It, it, it's her first. It's her first film, uh, directed film. So that's pretty uh, cool that she went this route. And oh no, dude, she went she went fucking nuts. Oh. Like there's fucking dismemberments. There's uh, shootings. There's savage savage bear attacks. Like they don't spare I figure as much. It's a bear on cocaine, dude. It's like the Revenant, but like comedy. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the best way that I could fucking say it. It is like yeah, uh, so it's like if the Revenant was a comedy. We'll, we'll get. Well, that's one of the recommendations, I guess we have. Yeah, we that'll have a bunch be a, a weekly recommendation. <laughs> so please go see Cocaine Bear. It was awesome. I have been watching a few things. If we're talking about intense stuff, uh, I, I watched something that's related to my birthday in a sense that it's about parties. Uh, it's just, it's actually a show from Stars that only ran two seasons and then got canceled. And now they're back to... Uh, it, that was like 10 years ago. And now they're back at uh, making the third season, which just came out. Oh, that's uh, cool. I know. It's uh, called Party Down. Uh, basically, it, it it has it actually has a, a pretty pretty good cast. Uh, Adam Scott, Ken Marino, Lizzie Kaplan, Ryan Hansen, Martin Starr, Jane Lynch is a few of the names. There's a lot of other people that you recognize, and then they got a lot more other names in the, in the remake uh, that's happening. Uh, not the reboot. This the third season that's just happening. Mm -hmm. Basically, it's about uh, a party catering service. Uh, that does a bunch of crazy parties, but they, uh, and that's like each episode is a different party that they, they do. Uh, but every time that they do it, they do it really, really bad. <clears throat> so 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, and and each each person's like trying to become an actor and stuff like that since it's like in LA and whatnot. Uh, so they do hang around like um, some celebrities and stuff like, and they'll they'll appear as themselves in in the episodes. So uh, it, it's it's pr- I think it's pretty funny. It's kind of self deprecating humor, but I like that humor. So uh it it it's it, if you're it's it, it's it oh and also the program creators one of the program creators is paul rudd so uh there you go i love um, paul rudd i know Good but guy. you know but, uh, you know uh, what i would like to see a second season of what auntie donna yes so uh, <laughs> that really all depends on the, on on the uh comedy group but also depends on netflix if they're willing i'm to sure that. that it's just netflix <clears throat> at this point honestly yeah. like if yeah. they're all like you didn't meet the the quota of viewers you know what i mean like uh-huh. they're gonna say no and that's literally so, going to be it if they don't if they don't fucking advertise it like how are you supposed to see it you know what i mean I where well i it's a auntie donna's just great absurdity uh but like that's another netflix show i guess we can recommend right now uh is the big old house of fun but if we're gonna go back into like uh the other movies that i saw which are a bit more intense right up there with cocaine bear uh megan unrated was released to streaming on peacock which i have for a bit <clears throat> since i have like a, a student version that i uh get like discount um and the it there's only a slight differences they say a lot more fucks and there's a little more gore for the same scenes there's nothing else different about it i it's it's you're expecting some sort of uh... i was expecting more because they talked about there being more in the script right and i was hoping that they might have done some of those scenes but they didn't uh, maybe they did and they just didn't put it in this version. Maybe they'll put it in the DVD Blu-ray or whatever on the uh, version. Right. I don't know. Make you purchase I, it. I don't know. That's it's it. Whatever. It was a disappointment. But what wasn't a disappointment was Violent Night because I finally got to see it. And that finally in, in for forever now in my mind. Yeah, I watched Dan it. Harm- I watched it Christmas Day. Yes, David Harbor is forever Santa Claus in my mind. My children know that David Harbor is Santa Claus. Uh, because, like, uh, if he's willing to go those lengths to protect a child, then I'm fine with that. Like, right, that, like, that, these people that's just wanted to Santa, kill a kid a the whole Santa time. Claus. Right. Uh, he did, he did exactly what his job was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he did it, he did it in, in a much more probably violent way, but that's just because, like, we got some I mean, some it wasn't called Not Violent Night, was it? We got some backstory <laughs> to, to where he came from. I just wish we got more about how he got the the abilities that he how he became Santa Claus. I wish we got more of that more. Um, I mean, who knows? They might do a second one. They could do a second one, which would be they awesome. They really could do a second one. They, sh- they like should. Either a prequel film, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. or There's... a, uh, which would be sick. I'd just watch a sick Viking film, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yes, yes. This was just David Harbour being Santa Claus. He has to uh, save a, a rich family and uh who's being threatened by uh a rob a heist group mm-hmm. I, I, yeah something like that who's seeking revenge um for some unknown reasons which you'll learn about in the film but it's a good film it's also on peacock <laughs> um 
But I guess uh, something that I got, I caught up to the fourth episode of Last of Us. But of course, there's more episodes. Jasmine caught up to the... <laughs> Jasmine caught up to the, the sixth episode. Uh, the third episode is a, is, is, a, is a work of art on television. Yeah, yeah, uh, modern extremely. work of art, like definitely. I I could put it, that it, up there it, with that. If they don't win some sort of award for this, I'm really gonna be mad. There's like, just the, I like I know that they were like rushed on time. It's just I wish there was a little bit more build up for the first kiss between those two. That's all I wanted. Like, well, yeah, teams. like but for side characters <laughs> and for, only for being time. and time only wise, being greenlit x amount of episodes. What is I it know. eight? I know. It's just it, they could have done a lot. They could do like a whole movie. With what that. is it? Eight or ten? What? Uh, th- how many episodes for the first season? Do you remember? Oh, la, 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 la. I got it. Yeah, but uh, I caught up uh, from episodes one Eight. to six, and I haven't watched the most recent episode, but this one got a whole bunch of hoopla as well uh, because it has the same themes as episode three. Um, and people are upset about that, even though it is literally part of the game. It was in the DLC. Like, yeah. I don't know what else to say. Like, this whole episode, episode seven, was in the DLC. Like, almost shot for shot. I even I shared I shared something on my Facebook page about how uh, they literally went shot for shot with some of these scenes. And it, it, it just looks fantastic. You know, it's heartbreaking, but it, it's fantastic. And in the same way that uh, episode three was. So Nine episodes, I think. Nine? I think solid. I I, I think. I, I mean, I, I, I'd be happy with eight. <laughs> you know, like I'd be happy with twenty-five. <laughs> you you could just. I I'm happy with what I get, and I cannot wait to see the next season because you yes. already know that it's fucking green lit as fuck. But uh, since we're talking about uh, zombies in some scope or aspect or the apocalypse in some aspect, I got a very good voodoo. Deal. You voodoo, bitch. Oh my god, this song is stuck in my head. Like every time I keep saying this li- so this is the flagship song for the Dead Island, the first Dead Island game. It's the, it's the song that plays every single time when the game opens. You you open the game in. and the fucking it, it's just the song of the game and it's who do you voodoo bitch? Who do you voodoo bitch? Like it 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 I it gets stuck in your head and then it actually is pretty good and um the, this dude, whoever made it, the actual star, I cannot remember his name because I, I, remember I can't remember his name either because we J, looked it up J on, something Lord or we, something. Yeah, like we that. looked it up on Spotify. But but the the actual character that is that, that sings the song in this in the in the game, Sam B, rapper Sam B or whatever his name is, he you can play him as a playable character in the game, uh, and he's a blunt weapons expert. Of course, I played him. I I played him because like. First off, each Who of the doesn't characters, want a baseball bat a bitch. You know what I mean? Do, like, do, each character has each of the four main four characters, which there's Jason, who is the throwing knives expert, because uh, but it makes sense for how the game combat works in the game. Uh-huh. Um, the uh, per, Perna Perna, I think is her name. She is a uh, she is a the rifle expert. Um, then or firearms expert. There's Jan. I think J I A N Jan, uh, she is the uh, uh, sharp like knives, 
like swords, blades, blades, blades expert. And then you have Sam B, who's the... But each one has like their different bios and stuff. And they, they, they speak. And Sam B... Sam has a very interesting backstory. He has a very interesting like, backstory. Uh, it's 2023, and that backstory has aged like fucking hellfire. <laughs> Dude, the game, the game, the game is like very critically and not uh, known for like critically praised and known for like. Oh no, uh, it's the, a great game. Like I know, the, the like great. yeah, like it, and, it, it's a great game. And, and I got uh, this deal between three of the games: the the Dead Island one, Riptide, Riptide which I and, also, then... and then there's the 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 this uh, 2D arcade like pixelated one. Uh, which I cannot remember the name of. I think it's like Dead Island Annihilation or something like that. Uh, it's a little different, but the I got it for five dollars because Play On the the producers whatever are, are had like a deal going on Xbox where they're having up to like eighty five percent off for like I think it's for like the next five four or five days right now. Uh, so. Uh, no, it's great. It's it's really good. Uh, I would I would recommend probably taking advantage of some of the games that they they have on there. I took advantage of it. I like the Dead Island game. It's very fun. Uh, is it scary at times? Yes. <laughs> it it definitely 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 gets to me sometimes. Um, but it's it's fun. And then after that game, I'll play the Riptide one. Uh, but dude, the the song just stuck in my head yeah another game song. uh another one i've been playing atomic heart i recently got back into playing it because it had a bunch of updates that fixed a few things for me uh which is great because the up the upgrades that i have i am able to do now make the game a lot more fun i have a sword that i can throw around like a boomerang and that's enemies. tight i know i wasn't able to do it because of a, a, a bug in the game uh, but the update now allows me to do it. It's very fun. We'll talk more about Atomic Heart for it later. Later. <laughs> yeah, later. In the, uh, se- in the uh, second part of this. Rip Daring, uh, which is the new season of Fallout 76, we'll also talk about. Uh, Red Jet. It's whole, uh, not a big update, but it has some decent stuff that that's added in there. Some fun new new stuff to events and whatnot that we'll talk about. Yeah, yeah, we'll include it, and uh, that'll be towards the end as well. So, one more thing before we get the news. I, I think we haven't done this game for... We did one at the beginning of the year, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. Sign language. Welcome back to this game. What is this game? Well, I find uh, marquee signs from businesses, either uh, online but sometimes mainly around the places that I live. Uh, so they, it's, some of them are... <laughs> some of them are some of them, kind of fucking demented. Like, I'm not are, even going to lie. Like, there's something another, wrong with the people around there. Some of them come from another another level of thinking that I just can't understand. And all the ones Maybe that it's just so today, advanced. We just can't, we can't touch it. You know, know what I mean? All, just so I fucking advanced. All, all the ones I've chosen today come from specifically, and I choose three, and Jasmine gets a guess that's just point value. Um, if she guesses the, the business like specifically, like by name, then she gets extra points. What does she get in return? Uh, satisfaction? Points. <laughs> points. <laughs> points. What do these points amount to? NFTs. Points. Digital currency. They're called points. Um, it's called our friendship. 
It's called it's called friendship points. Yes, friendship points. <laughs> it's not a good way of phrasing that. No, uh, no, that sounds like our, our friendship is based on a point. System our friendship is really based not. on a point system, guys. It works. <laughs> Me Every and Zach week. have to have at least twenty points apiece, like, and that's it. Oh, man. That's the point uh, of the game. When point. you get when you get negative points, it gets a little rough. When the fuck have we given negative points? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna start. So I have three of these. I usually send. Uh, man, I gotta like kind of like figure out how I do this shit. Um, because I had these set up, but now I don't have these set up. Copy photo. Let me do this. Let's do this. Yes. Okay. First one. I'm sending it through Messenger, so it'll be coming through your phone or uh, Facebook. Or whatever you use. Whatever I use. Yeah, but it's if you want to read it out, um, it's a pretty fun one. Uh, we're going to start pretty easy. Kind of. <laughs> okay, well, this one is definitely a church, like, but it's a <laughs> on separate letter on uh, separate lines of the Marquis I may each word. Yeah. Uh, God is in space T dead. Yeah, God is not dead, but the O is missing. The O is missing. Like, uh, so you is say quite... you say it's a church. Uh, yeah, it's either a church or a rehab center. Like, okay, I let me let me pull up. Uh, let me pull up uh, the next. I'm picture. not guessing a denomination, so don't make me do that. No, you are wrong on all levels. This is not a church. This is an auto parts. <laughs> store this is not an auto post store this is where cars get fixed this is this, it's not an auto zone but it's something like that this this is is this that a is, local thing yes okay that makes more sense yes it's Small an auto town bullshit I'm, I'm not gonna say the name because i don't want to give pages but it's an auto it's an auto place and they've had this sign up for quite a bit i i took this picture a while ago so i don't know if it's still the same anymore um but it, yes i that's around here but no you get no points for that one because you get uh, no points you get none nothing the next one um maybe you'll have some familiarity with this one we'll see uh let me bring it up this one this one's kind of a fun one we'll see what happens we played this game i think like a couple of times and uh, <laughs> Let's all get along. Is what Let's this, all get along. That's what, what this sign says. I'm just laughing because of, like, one, the placement on the sign, like, where you've cut off, like, where it actually comes from. Like, why does it... Is there anything else on this, on this like, marquee sign? Or is this just in the no, top... No, that's it. This is in the that's top it. right of the marquee sign. Like, it's not even centered. Like... Mm -hmm. It is it is kind of sent off center to the right, but it says let's all get along. Uh, what do you think this one is? I don't I don't know a fucking daycare. Uh, okay, I'll I'll give you another chance. I'll give you a small hint. We have looked at this place once before. What is this another church? Like I don't know. Like we've looked at a lot of fucking church ones, dude. Like, okay. No points for me. What is it? Okay, so uh, it is the uh, hotel. Do you remember that hotel that I? I oh my I, fucking I god! About? They they keep changing it, and they've changed it again. So I have another one of them, but I'm not going to give it to you today. Uh, so 
<laughs> it's a hotel. I don't want to say the name uh, because I don't want to like. Let's all get along. Hate to them. It's it, it. They always always give these kind of inspiring quote unquote inspiring quotes uh, to people. Positive messages. Let's go with that. But uh, the next one Did and the last opened one. Opened their cough drop and they were like, "You're incredible." Like, I really am incredible. Thank you, cough drops, for making me feel better. Or the Girl Scout cookies that have positive messages on them. You know what I'm talking um, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Positive affirmation. I don't know. I, 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 I want to know who, like, of that, of the, uh, if it's the manager or if it's the owner of this hotel that does this. Can but I speak anyways, to your manager? So the, ne- the <laughs> next one, I refuse to get along. The, the, <laughs> the next one, uh, I we'll we'll see what happens here. What the fuck does this say? <laughs> I took a picture of this one a long time ago. And I was so happy that I found it in my uh, in my city. Uh, it's a I don't I what? So it's it's like W O K W I T H C T A dot com. And then I think this is premium with the out the R campaigns without the N. Premium, I guess. So it says it the... says walk with CTA. I, I W O K W I T H C T A. Okay. So walk okay. walk okay. with CTA like P E M I U M. Campeg. I love this one so much. <laughs> Remia. Um, pay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> top agent 35 a and a. hour a n hour how uh are what the what fuck th- is wrong with this sign what do you think it is it's it's kind of it, it might give a good get a give what is what is me. this like a kit like a kitchen store or something like what is this like is this like are they hiring for somebody to come work Premium campaigns, hired. premium pay, they, top agent, they, thirty-five an hour. But like the walk with CTA.com. like um, yes, I don't know. Premium well, campaigns. I don't. I what don't does know. that mean? I, I don't know, uh, but I can give you the uh, answer if you want it. Yeah, like give me the fucking answer because like I'm confused. So what involves what a premium is, campaign? It is. It is a. It is a call center. Uh, that I have found in my city uh, when they, yes, there you go. <laughs> what it is, is a call center? I just, I. Why do they give a C- www.cta call center in a very clear thing underneath the sign that says CTA? And then it says with an upside down M marquee sign. I know. They did, W-O they didn't w O space K with CTA.com. Maybe it's missing the R, like the R, like the R's are missing. But except the R from the the last one, Remu, Remu, Remu. Oh, okay, yeah. Work with CTA.com, but why does it still say CTA callcenter.com? I don't know, man. I just took a picture of this one. This one's a funny one. This is one. sketchy as fuck. I'd be scared well, to work the, for this. The, the city I live in, it gets, there's parts of it that are extremely sketchy, but. Oh, that's any city, really. <laughs> no, no points. You have you have lost. The I'm game okay with losing bad. these points because, like, if I if I actually got that right on the last one, like, um, 
I think I'd lose brain cells instead of points. One of, so, them, like... one of them from the past just said now, and it was definitely. I'm not gonna give the answer, but if you remember that one, I, it was it was it was a restaurant. Yeah, it was a restaurant, but I don't remember which restaurant it was. But it I do a, remember the one that just said restaurant. now, and I was like, I just started cutting up. Restaurant. Is the seafood, seafood restaurant? Yes. Now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! We're like three it's, minutes it's in. Funny. All right. Uh, so, how much? How far are we in? Almost thirty minutes. No, that's good. It's the birthday episode. Uh, it's the quarter life. It's the quarter life. The quarter episode. life crisis. Quarter life cri- 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 Quarter life crisis plus. Uh, it's a new streaming service I'm starting. Uh. Oh, by the way, if we're talking about this, I, I since I I have Paramount Plus again, but I also have it as a student discount, so I'm only paying like three dollars uh, for it, uh, which is which is great because Katie wanted it, and that that's fine. I'll give it give it to her. Uh, but also, I was able to watch some things, and I watched the South Park specials that they had. The first one, there the two, there was two new ones, the Streaming Wars Part One and Part Two. The first one was fine. The second one got really disgusting really really fucking quick uh i I, and then and then i watched some of the newest episodes of the newest season because that just started uh megan markle the uh prince william i don't right 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 megan markle yeah yeah she got mad at the episode too because they made fun of like they satired her they made fun of her so like she's a famous person and she she the way they satire her is that her and her husband want privacy, and but they keep flaunting that they want privacy to other people by saying they want privacy. I mean, that is the episode. So, yeah. I mean, I, I I don't know what else to say. I'm not going to get into that whole the whole thing, but yes, uh, the ep- so I mean, it's it's fine. This streaming wars part two though was something I was not expecting, and I don't think I want to see it again. Uh, it it deals with some some pee, like literal urine, oh. in some disgusting ways. It's a it's a it's a it's a metaphor for how streaming services treat plat their platform, and I get it, but it does it in a very disgusting way. <laughs> so uh, I mean, they're not afraid of bodily fluids over there they, at the South Park they, office. They they really aren't, and in this one, they they go all the way for it. But dude, I it's burned into my mind for what that one is. I'm not, I I don't know if I can recommend it, but I'm just announcing it. So news, let's get into that. Uh, Oscars, it's something that I don't know if the South Park will be a part of. And, yeah, I don't uh, necessarily know that. But while we're talking about, you know, your quarter life crisis. Um, <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Crisis team. I probably need uh, everybody needs a crisis team from that. Uh, <laughs> everybody needs a crisis team. I'm not so sure about that, Zach. But uh, I, uh, yeah. Uh, well, I never said I, I, the I, Oscar- everybody, need, everybody needs a crisis team. But the crisis team can come in the way of like abstract thinking. So maybe like different personalities inside your head i don't know yeah everybody needs multiple personalities that sounds like a great standpoint um (laughs) the oscars 2023 uh will include a crisis team after the will smith slap from last one last year which is crazy that it's been like a year it feels like the same year you know what i mean like it feels like that that just happened when that that happened there's a there's 2022 was it was a fun fun mysterious boogaloo year i think is what we chose the word boogaloo this one i have i've dubbed the make it or break it year uh which i think is are we naming these after like 
fucking bring it on movies or like what are you no i mean i just i <laughs> i have a i have something i don't know i just, that's what i feel the make it or breaking you and and that's for for everything right now uh including a lot of um stuff that has come out uh recently uh for films and, and video games and the controversies and whatnot but the oscars as well since the oscars like controversies Dude, Oscars is kind of falling. Like the the award shows are kind of falling out of place. Dude, award shows are out of place. They're out of pocket. Like we don't give a fuck what a group of people like it like who have been doing this for years and years and years have to say about what's the most critically acclaimed film. In fact, why don't you open the Oscars up to a public vote and maybe I'll care about it again. Like, cause that's my vote will matter. Like that's what stream stream awards do. They op- they open it for public. They have uh, they have awards based on. I think judging, selected judging from a bunch of, I don't know how, uh, the Twitch awards or stream awards or whatever. If you're talking about the streamies, that one's set up as well. Yeah, but then that one, what do you mean, like, set up? Like, Like, set up as in, like, it doesn't matter how many people you get to vote for. They they will decide, they will decide the, like, they'll have, everybody has People's Choice Awards, but, like, it's just, no. Everything should be a People's Choice Award, not, like, up to just randos, you know what I mean? And if they want to, if they want to give the their their you know their Senate their group of people weighted votes, like for every vote that this person has in that direction, they get a thousand votes or something like that. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure the streamings is based on a popular vote, if I recall. But that that might be something different. I don't know. I know there's a lot of award shows like for Hollywood specifically that are not based on a popular vote. It's based on a judging. Uh, that they choose uh, by critics and stuff like that. Which yeah, I is, hate that. Yeah, no. The apparently they're getting a crisis crisis team for twenty twenty three because of the Will Smith slap specifically. Uh, they pointed that out. Um, yeah. So <laughs> Jesus. Uh, they said they've run many scenarios. What do you think the scenarios were? Do you, do they do you think they were ran into a warehouse and did like an actual like remake of like probably the slap? Uh, like a theater acting and they also did like, yeah they have a, a warehouse of... like the one uh from that fucking beyond two souls and they just run run missions over and over and over again where people are like trying to get up there in time before somebody slaps the other person you know what i mean i was gonna say that but they also have one where anybody <laughs> goes off like kanye comes up and steals the uh like... <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck they also have one. Uh, this is not even like a, like I mentioned with wards or anything, but it's when uh, Christian Bale yelled on the set of uh, I think it was like uh, Salvation, uh, Terminator Salvation. Mm, at, uh, I thought that was on the set of Batman Three. It might have been on the set of Batman Three. I don't remember exactly which one it was, but it was on a set where he 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 was very angry at a coworker and says, "But you could be thing. right as well." Not coworker. Like, I don't it know. Was a, it was a it was, it was a, a boom mic technician. It was a technician. Yes, it was a technician. Well, it was a coworker, but te- technician specifically. Um, no, I think that I want to know what they mean by scenarios. Uh, they hope that they'll be prepared for anything, although that's like highly unlikely. It's hard to be prepared. Be prepared. To be for prepared. E- yes, it's be just... prepared for everything specifically. Anything. They yes, got the secret like... service to come in and detail their people. That'd be so fucking funny though like 
dude. There's so many things that could happen at an award show. I won't, I just don't know. I don't know when it, when the it, oh it says March twelfth. Yes, um, it, it's uh, Sunday, March twelfth. And uh, if you could, if you guys want, you could check the nominations online. And for this year's Oscars, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once has eleven. Yes. As it, should be. Oscar as, as it should be and even that my, is even, so fucking good even my art history teacher was talking about it in class she uses it as a reference towards some of the art that we have in class which i think is hilarious but like it, it's good reference material she talks about the hot dog spe- finger specifically and I, I think that's funny um mm. but <laughs> mm. <laughs> no the movie's great the movie's great the movie is great um but something that is also great that is coming out tomorrow for us but probably today when you listen to this or uh, when this episode comes out specifically is the Mandalorian. Mainly. The Bando man. Bando man. El Mando is back. Uh, Did you see the thing that I just sent you on Facebook? Because it has to do with the Mandalorian. That's the only thing that uh, that's why I was bringing it up. It oh, was yeah. Just Pedro's funny. kids. No, no, no. The one right above that. I said I accidentally. Oh, sent yes. That one. Papa's neat. Yes. His, his, his little look. <laughs> one his, thing his, about pop. Pedro Pascal is that he will pop his little fucking knee out. He will. He's got a, okay. He's got a posture that, that really sets him apart. And, I know. And, but season, you season can three is coming him. out, dude. Uh, they're starting out tomorrow for us. I think, I us. think it might be two episode <sighs> premiere, and then they're just going to do it by week. But uh, apparently, John Favreau, the producer and director at least one of them uh has come out specifically for this show and said they have not mapped out an ending for the mandalorian uh which i will get into later how i feel about that but uh what he says is he says it's uh he thinks i think the beauty of this is that it's a middle chapter to a much larger story and though we have a resolution over time with these characters, uh, these characters fit into a larger scope and scale, but it's not like there's a finale that we're building to that I have in mind. So maybe they are talking about how they want to use these characters potentially for other stuff as well and other products as well. So their stories are not technically going to be over. Uh, this is just a this is a series for jumping off, essentially. Is what they're 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 I think they're talking about. I could see that being good, but at the same time, I think for the character specifically of Din and and the Grogu, the two characters, the two flagship characters that you have for the show, you should define an ending for those characters. Uh, because personally, for me, if you're gonna create a, a good, decent, stable product uh, that has a story, you want to have an understanding of where it's gonna go at the end. So, but. Um, meaning he hasn't written the end it just means that he hasn't written the end it doesn't mean he doesn't have an idea of where it's going maybe an idea i don't i don't know if it it doesn't say like that they were writing it out but like i think they were talking about like mapping it out fully maybe they have an idea i don't know having an thinking about having an idea of where the ending of the show specifically would be great uh we'll see what happens though uh because i think they'll do good they already renewed it for season four. 
that mm-hmm. I know for Obviously, fact. like, it's just, uh, it's the fucking Mandalorian. Everybody knows. Like, and Pedro is hot as fuck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't just mean sexually. I mean, like, the dude, like, he, his his career is, like, on fire right now. You know what I mean? He, he's he's really out there good. and he's recognizable and people know his name and the house. You know what I mean? Like, he's doing really fucking good right now. So, uh, yeah, I could see it going on for at least another mm-hmm. two seasons another show where he has another child and then you have the triplet section one's one's an alien one's a human and one is a, a side, sidekick the, the sidekick's uh setup one's a dog or like a, a i was thinking a dog like too like yeah, i literally was thinking a fucking dog that's the first thing that i thought about i was just Ooh, like oh cool. my god i have, an idea. I have, an, idea. With I have an idea i have an idea what if it is the, the sequel to love and monsters but set further in the future so Dylan O'Brien has transcended races. Oh no, I didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing I thought about. I was like, why don't we just age up Dylan O'Brien? It makes no sense. He is older now. He's like thirty something. He is older. I don't know. Maybe that would happen. I was thinking because of the dog. I'm trying to think of specifically what could be adapted because each thing's an adaptation. Not stray. No, no. I mean, you can make him a robot, but it oh, that wasn't what I was talking about. I was talking about the Will Ferrell one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> dementia. Are you talking? Are you talking about? Are you talking about the dog? A dog? I sent you a link. Yeah, it, wasn't that movie ago. called Stray? Stray, yes, yeah, Strays or something like that. It's Strays, a do- adult yeah. dog comedy that they're making, and dude, it's, that movie's it's so fucked up. Like, it's something. It's, I don't, I don't fun. necessarily like Will Ferrell, so I'm not gonna go out of my way to see that, and I'm not paying money to see that. Like, I already know so, that much. So, what is something that you might see later on? I don't know. I actually want to see who else is in the film. Jamie Foxx is also in the film. Will Forte is also in the film. He's a Fisher, Randall Park, Josh Gad. All solid actors, yeah. All right, so uh, something else, uh, solid acting, and also in threes, Venom three. Yes, pre-production. I know. I'm excited. So, like Tom Hardy shared a deleted scene of the first Venom film, uh, featuring another internal struggle between Eddie Brock and the symbiote. And while he shared the scene on Instagram, uh, he in the in the description was just like, "Hey guys, you know." We just started uh, uh, the pre-production on uh, Venom 3, which is cool. Uh, Like, Venom 3 has potential to have big implications, not just for the film franchise, but also in the MCU, because we finally got the tease of Spider-Man and Venom's world colliding in Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and Spider-Man No Way Home, the after credit scenes. Um, There were things that hinted these universes will be separate, but anything is possible. So, uh, I personally hope that we see, uh, fucking symbiote versus Spidey or like have them team up on the same side, which is unlikely, you know what I mean? Cause he's a bit crazy. Uh, it would start first where they get become enemies, but maybe become, like, I know that's what I'm guys. saying. That's why I was that's saying like, uh, that they would be enemies maybe initially and then realize that they have to team up to defeat something. 
uh, more sinister than that. Mm. Like Woody Harrelson coming back. Uh, or uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I just, I, I don't know what they're going to do for uh, the third one and what it's leading up to, at least for the enemies and villains. You know what, I'll like tell that, you what, they... like, I bet you they have a fucking road rap, roadmap for this for the MCU, you know what I mean? Like, uh, um, John Favreau's a bit busy. Like, he has a lot on his plate, you know what I mean? He has his hands I, full, I, like, in the MCU, in, uh, in, uh, you know, the Star, the Lucasverse, Star whatever Wars. you want to call it. Like, uh, mm-hmm. just, yeah. But <clears throat> something that else is part of the MCU's lineup that has recently come out Quantumania, El Quanto. I don't know what else, because I keep calling it El Quanto, and I don't know why they keep calling it that, because that's not even a good translation. It doesn't make sense. But I, uh, it, it's Quantum Mania. Uh, it is. It is doing decent at the box office. I mean, it dropped. I mean, uh, no. It it despite like it uh like having a sixty nine percent drop, which is the biggest drop in MCU history in the in the theaters from first week to second week uh, between its opening weekend. Um, it still held off with another $23 million performance, but, uh, like it, it got second place compared to the opening of cocaine bear that got 32.2 million. And I suspect that cocaine bear is gonna, uh, because people are talking about it. Word of mouth is kind of getting around. You know what I mean? That we're going to have another like, uh, weekend where, or a week where it caps over 20 mil you know 25 mil so the problem is is that people what i'm saying is that they go off the critic rating which is at 848 the 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 for 48 audience rating on l rotten tomatoes is an 83 right did you just say l rotten tomatoes dude i am in el quanto l rotten tomatoes like it's not ant-man it's l ruddy right now Bro, you're just dreaming a dream about October. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, so, so I think we talked about it last week, how we felt about the film. Uh, but I want to talk about specifically the the effects behind it. Uh, because, dude, so one of the effects artists on this film has come out and explained like the reason why it looks the reason it does. And I think we've talked about specifically the crunch time of effects artists on marvel products in the past uh and stuff like that so um they uh came out three of the artists addressed the cgi work and why it wasn't as good as it should have been uh the individuals of course they have pseudonyms have been severely understaffed and faced an unrealistically short deadline to finish the film in time for its february debut so what i have talked about uh, I think is in the past there was the uh, on one of my the la- past episodes I think we talked about how Black Panther had some CGI issues and they talked about time crunch and the issue of working like uh, 80 hours a week to try to get everything done and they uh, it's the same thing here they, they explained that they spent 80 hours a week to get everything done uh, they also uh, talked about how several effects artists from their team had to go work on Black Panther 2, uh, which was also in post-production at the same time as Quantumania. So they pulled staff from this film to work on Wakanda Forever. God damn. Um, like, is there not enough visual effects artists? Like, why don't you guys hire some more? Like, what the fuck? 
So what a, he also said there was a lot of editorial changes happening toward the latter third and fourth uh, quarter of the project that were just too late. There's a point of no return why certain things were changed, why notes were nitpicked longer than they should have been. That's on Marvel. But it definitely does cause a lot of attention, turmoil, and weight on everybody. Um, so he also says a lot of us here are are sitting here thinking the money is there why not is it coming down marvel spending a bit more money to pay more effects people wouldn't make that much of a difference for the executives all the way up at the top but if it comes down to them not being comfortable with their bank numbers and us working until burnout we lose every time honestly i equate it to human greed and it's it's not it's it's true because like it is true I, like they equate it to human greed 100 percent. they want a bigger cut of the pie you know what i mean and to be fair they spend buku cash on these fucking visual effects you know what i mean like there's they're shelling out a fuck ton of money but they, they expect a... to get back a fuck ton of money you know what i mean like and if you are not shelling out as hard and thinking you can skip corners like after trying to like keep people strung along for over 15 years you know what i mean almost 20 years you're going to have to up the ante like or at least keep it stable when it comes to your visual effects because people have a certain expectation now marvel the word marvel holds weight in in hollywood you know what i mean it it, it, it holds weight in the visual effects community it's like oh you're working for marvel you're working 80 hours a week you know what i mean like you're you're bleeding yourself fucking dry over here uh for for the one the passion of the craft and two like hopefully money you know i hope they have a very good pay scale for these people and that they're not just paying them what they think a vfx artist should be paid base and then they're all like oh and then you get overtime you understand what i'm saying i feel like they should be paid well the first time around i it it I, I think it comes down to that, in my opinion, and I want to get real here, is that the Marvel Cinematic Universe at the moment, I think, is just stretched too thin. It, 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 they, They're trying to put out, they, they have so many strings going, you know, like, mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, you pull one, you pull another at this point and there's gonna be big loopholes you know what i mean <clears throat> what happens when you put a bunch of cords together they loop together you know what i mean like it's yeah. just so i see an effects artist strike maybe coming along soon here not just for this but like maybe for other movies and that's just based off of the other stuff that we're talking about here soon because our next stuff is also about probably a disappointment film that is a sequel that is going to come out here soon yeah it's but gonna come out but pushed. like is it gonna come it's out being, you know it's what being i mean pushed off right now we're gonna see what happens but aquaman and the lost kingdom the sequel to aquaman james wan baby yo he's made it he made a decent film for aquaman what about this one well the test screenings came back people walked out it was really bad um so uh, apparently the studio is purposely avoiding answering questions about the movie because test screens for this film have not been good while also claiming to hear something that almost never happened and test screenings happened with this movie. So. <laughs> Dude, this is, this is bad. Like, yeah. It's not really a good thing. You know, uh... you know what they should do? Put this one away uh, and release Batgirl. Yeah, they should flop them. 
Like, mm-hmm. especially if you're just going to reuse Jason Momoa as Lobo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not really worth it, like, for you to put this movie out and just have it flop. You understand I what I'm what saying? They mean by like, just take the full L. I want to know what they mean by something that's almost never happened in test screenings happened with this movie. Uh, and I, I wonder what, what that means. It doesn't, meaning, it doesn't mean meaning, meaning that it Meaning that a large majority of them probably said it was not good. Oh. Like, uh, yeah, like that rarely happens with test screenings because normally people just, will sit there and they'll be like, okay, well, this is how I'm going to judge the movie. If people were like, yo, this is like really fucking bad. Like, you know, the only movie that I've ever walked out of wasn't my choice. Like, it was my mom's fucking choice, and it's actually a movie that I still enjoy. And it's this little ditty called, uh, 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 what the fuck was it? The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, my dad took me to see that movie. He took the whole family to see this movie, and we were all sitting there enjoying it, and then all of a sudden my mom was like, I hate this fucking movie, I'm leaving. Like, and all of us had to leave. Yeah, dude, it was not cool. It like, I would never do that. Like, if I paid for a movie, I would at least get my like the movie's worth out of it. You understand yes. what I'm saying? Like, yep. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll we'll see what happens here for this film. I don't know. They 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 got it. They're gonna release it at some point, but we'll see if it's on hiatus or if it's indefinite. We'll see because they got a uh, Shazam two coming out like really soon. Um, I think it's actually like next week or something. Is it? I'm looking. Why does he look so tan? Shazam to March 17th. So why does he look so tan? I think he got tan. I don't know. I I don't know. (laughs) Zach, Uh, I couldn't tell. Like I just froze like because I couldn't tell if you were being like a sarcastic asshole or if you were like legit like no because he got a tan. I, I, I'm saying it's because he got a tan, but I don't think... I, don't I was like, Zach, why is he so fucking tan? Look at him compared from the first movie into the second movie. Like, look at him side by side and tell me why his skin tone is like like Pedro know. Pascal. You know what I mean? I like, I'm like, bro, you were pasty AF. Like, why did you do this? Like, I hate when people look like that. Just just bring him back to the, when he was Chuck. The, those levels. <laughs> It's like, can we un Ariana Grande what you've done to yourself, please? Dude, dude, I don't want to. That's that's something else, man. Um, But something that we can get into, I guess, since it's on Warner Bros. uh, under Warner Bros. Discoveries, uh, I is HBO Max and prequels, uh, specifically in its prequel, which is called Welcome to Dairy. Welcome to Uh, Dairy. It has been greenlit. It has um, been greenlit, dude. Like so, so um, Andy Machete has developed Welcome to Dairy for television alongside Barbara Machete, who produced the movies, and Wonder Woman co-writer Jason Fuchs. Uh, as announced last year, Fuchs and Brad Caleb Kane will serve as showrunners. Very little has been revealed about the show's plot. They are all remaining very tight-lipped about it. Uh, HBO Max has only said that it's based on Stephen King's It novel and expands the vision established by filmmaker Andy Machete in the films. It's unclear if any of the cast will return. If you do not get Bill Skarsgård to be It the Clown, I don't want to see it. Unless you're talking about, like, bringing, uh, uh, what's-his-face, the old man from the original ones in the 80s. Well, so they're Uh, doing... 
Andy Machete is the director of the first two, the the it films. Yeah, yeah, uh, and stuff like that. So he's he's working on. Oh, he's Andy he's and the, Barbara. Is he the director of the Flash film too? I think so. Okay. I don't know. Cool. I don't know. Um, he is the director of the Flash film. All right. Okay. So. Yeah, but he's also doing Welcome to Derry as a as a TV series, which is going to be interesting because I don't, I I want to see what they do. Bill Skarsgård, yes, you got to get him. You I know that's absolutely. what I'm saying. Like, if you don't get Bill Skarsgård, like I don't think a lot of people are going to be that interested. If in it. you, unless if they're you, talking about aging him down, unless they're talking, you understand what I'm saying? Like that, they, but unless they're talking Pennywise? about where, well, because Pennywise can transform. Like well, tri- he, yeah, he can transform, but I'm saying at the beginning, Welcome to Dairy is probably going to be about what caused him to become Pennywise. So, well, what if that too? That, oh yeah, well that too. Maybe it also. That's what I'm know. saying. Like we'll like a young like videos. a younger version. Like not saying that that he might not uh, feature towards the end of the series, like as Bill mm-hmm. Skarsgård. You understand what I mean? Like as an adult. Like, but mm-hmm. the first few episodes, having him be a child is, uh, to me, I feel like it's going to be the formation of why he becomes who he becomes. Yes. yes. So that's just so, me personally. But since we're talking about prequels, uh, Rings of Power is a prequel to Lord of the Rings. But do you know what that means? Uh, Amazon. Uh, Oh my god, this is this is insane to me that they're doing this. Okay, Amazon uh, and uh, yeah, and like Breaker the giving are making new Lord of the Rings films, new ones, and I don't know what they mean by that. Like, who honestly, are you I think on? that they're talking about a reboot. Honestly, like, no, I why? Because it's what been is... twenty years, and the 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 animation, the CG that could be happening with these films is going to be twenty five. Uh, 20 to 25 years progressed into the future compared to what it is. Don't get me wrong, and I do not disagree with you saying, but because I do not want any more Lord of the Rings films because I think the first three like are fucking honorable as the is. Like they're they're masterpieces in fucking cinema. Like I exactly such. exactly. So that that's like somebody remaking Citizen Kane. You know what I mean? In my eyes, anyway. Um, it's been done for some films before. Citizen Kane. Uh, no, like very prolific films. I think there's a couple of them out there that they that people try to remake, and they just a lot of them are horror films, honestly. Because that's just Gone because, with like, the wind. Horror films are very marketable um, because that's where like what that's why I'm saying these big ass films. You know what I mean? Like Citizen Kane, Gone with the Wind. Uh, are they remaking Shrek? No, I don't think that they fucking are. They're making, okay? fi- they're making a fifth Shrek. Okay, well that's the so. fifth Shrek, but I'm talking about re- redoing the original so soon. Uh, this, this honestly came as a bit of a shock to me, especially about how Rings of Power did on Amazon, uh, regarding, uh, the, the reviews coming back from actual watchers and not critics. Okay. I watched the first two episodes and I sent you a bit, just a small tidbit, but he gave a gist of how much of the, the, the show was exactly like this bit. And you said it felt like a lifetime film and that's how this didn't feel right. Yeah. It felt very dramatic, and I just that a lot of the the cinema was decent, but it was not there. Like they they they, it felt like it it was more dr- dramatized than all like awe inspiring for establishing shots that Lord of the Rings is known for, and it was more heavy on the relationships between the characters rather than them dealing with what is going on in the story and whatnot. 
it, I just, I, I mean, don't know. like, don't get me wrong, because, like, The Hobbit is the most, like, recent iteration of films in the Lord of the Rings series, you know what I mean? And those are fucking fantastic as well. I thoroughly mm-hmm. enjoyed those films. And, like, even if they remastered, like, the old ones and, like, came in and gave us, like, remastered versions, like, with new CG and everything over the top of it, and I mean, like, new CG, you know, uh, I'd still go see them. Like, but redoing everything, uh, hmm, that, that, that's, a, that's a little tricky to me. And, yes, like, if they, and if it's not a reboot series, then where in the fuck are they going to pull, pull all this from, information from? Like, the Similarian, the Similarian, which I think is the name of it, is 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 one of the other books that was in Lord of the Rings. It is the Similarian, but and uh, that is what Rings of Power is based on. They never said that. They never say specifically that that's what they referenced from it, but they said, "Well, that's, yeah, that's yeah, like, like that's the idea that's of the given, stuff but that the, for the show is based on." I don't. We've know already had stuff cover from. the Hobbit. We've already had stuff cover all three Lord of the Rings books, Watch and we've had Gandalf. some stuff like cover. <laughs> Gandalf and Gandalf's gay relationship or something like that like which would be fucking multiverse cross path (laughs) Dumbledore cross multiverse path wizard I don't I don't know man they are they're owned by the same company I know but like they're no they're not no they're not Amazon owns that one Warner Bros owns Harry Potter they can make a deal though they could make a deal Uh, but I'm just here's my here's the thing when I talked about the with Rings of Power, the issue is the time, the way time works. They they just bunch too much. They jump time too quickly. I mean, is my issue. you were you were right about Warner Brothers though. Like Warner Brothers and New Line uh, Cinema brokered a multi year deal with Embracer Group, uh, allowing companies to return to Middle Earth. Uh, meaning warner brothers discovery has confirmed that the deal includes multiple films based on tolkien's series so um, i just don't know it is going to be produced by new line and warner brothers and amazon and mgm i think this is just a cash grab at this point man they're doing it for the it's money that's what's motivating these people and it's rather than the craft of trying to build on build on they might say it's for that but that's really not what's Built, pushing pushing this it's not what's pushing these movies to come to light what's pushing these movies to come to light is the money that's going to be coming from them because they're of course they're building off of a franchise and people are going to go see them and <clears throat> i just mm, it bothers me that they do it like this now and they, it, it bothers me but i rings of power doesn't season two does not have a release date i have not watched any more of the series because it's just it's it's just in my opinion, it's boring. There's no, it's more about, like I said, the relationships of the characters rather than the adventure that they're going on and dealing with the story that's happening in there and, and the wars and, and, and not only that, but like Sauron being a fucking villain for like middle earth for the future and stuff and how he's going to like cause like the most eternal war that's going to happen on on middle earth uh, and stuff like that. And the building of the ring and they don't, they might get to it at some point since I only watched two season two episodes. But what bothers me is that it doesn't it focuses more on the relationships rather than that story. And also it draws out time in such a weird way that I just I can't get behind it. So I don't know. It really just feels like they they also I don't 
I'll talk about that off off camera. I don't want to talk about okay, that. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. it, it's just uh, next we're gonna move on to something else that also I'm passionate about, and that's Hellboy. Hellboy is a really awesome. I'm also creation. very very passionate and about Hellboy. I've been watching it like since uh, the first one came out in like what 2003, like yes, and uh, my dad one. took me to see each one of them, and then every time that the animated movies came out, he would rent them for me, mm. and we'd watch Hellboy. Me and my dad like had a really good relationship growing up. And, uh, you know, things are harder now that he lives in a different state. But something that I will always fondly remember is watching cartoons with him. And he would, he's the one who introduced me to Gargoyles. He's the one who introduced me to X-Men, uh, the animated series. He's the one who mm -hmm. introduced me to Spider-Man. Before any of these were actually live-action films. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I've been watching shit like Static Shock and, like, He's the reason I started watching Pokemon in the first place because I was on that channel and, you know, st stuff like that. So Hellboy always and forever will remind me of me and my dad's relationship, so which it might sound like a fucked up sentence. But I really nah, love it's Hellboy. All good. Everybody, it, it's all good there. Uh, Hellboy but you understand. You understand. Well, yes, I understand. Li live action Hellboy has had the two Ron Perlman Marvel <laughs> 12 films, which are... Which are great. No, I know, I know, I know. But hold on, hold on. I need to talk about this. It gets, it, it, it's like, it's good and bad. It's no. Uh, no, 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 it's good and bad. You should see who's writing it, though. You should see who's helping write it. Though. I don't care. Uh, I just had a fucking seizure on the back. Of the I know, motorcycle. I know. So it might, the, 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 the cinematography might be a little interesting there. Um, but if, if, the, <laughs> if, the if the original creator, Mike Mignola, gives his, his consent, then he, he, which it sounds oh. like he does... Uh, you should tell then, them why I'm like hysterically laughing. I know. So the there's the there's the the, the Guillermo del Toro ones, and then there's the David Harbor one that re that came out. That one is a mess in story, but the cinematography for how gory the Hellboy series should be for. A I want them to bring David Harbor back. Uh, not as much but, as I love Ron Perlman. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I want them to bring David Harbor back for a newly directed Hellboy. Well, I would thoroughly enjoy. They are that. making a new movie. It's going to be rebooting the franchise. It's uh -huh. titled Hellboy: The Crooked Man. Brian Taylor, who did the Crank series, Ghost Rider, Spirit Avenger, and Gamer, all three as of which. That, is, so that's why I was having movie. a fucking now, seizure over here. Brian Taylor <laughs> did Crank. He did Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance, not even the first one, which was bad. The second one, which was like almost unwatchable, like it, it set me into overstimulation mode. And uh, Gamer with fucking Gerard Butler, like that. Yeah. Bro, and what is, with, what is fucking with Gerard Butler crank? doing thriller films that only have one word in the title? Plane. Oh, like that's the most recent God. one that just came out. Dude, like I just saw a trailer with Gerard. I shit you not, I was in the Cocaine Bear trailers, all right? Like, and I was sitting there before the movie, and, like, I, I full disclosure, ate a 25 milligram edible beforehand, and this fucking trailer came on, and, uh, like, it was fucking uh, Gerard Butler in a new movie that's coming out, don't remember the name mm. of it, but, like, his new movie, there was a car going sideways, explosions in the background, and I looked at Brian, and I went, uh, Olympus is white down, White House down has fallen, has gamer like, and I just, I literally just started like rambling off like all of Gerard Butler's like just movies that are like that. You understand what I'm talking about? And Brian was in literal fucking tears, like he was laughing so hard that he was crying because I was just like, it's the same fucking commercial for every film that he's in. Same with Mark Wahlberg. 
same fucking commercial for every movie that he's in. Like, so, and it, it really just blew my mind, and I was, like, geeking. I was geeking. Jared Butler, I don't think, will be in the, Hopefully he's not, but we'll see. Uh, since the story is based on a comic of the same name, it's creator Mike Mignola, uh, which, by the way, the script of the film is written by Mike Mignola. Uh, so, uh, and I'm pretty sure he's being, he's helped on, if he's a script writer of the film, then he's a producer of the film. So, uh, we'll, Fall, I'm pretty sure maybe he, cho- he, he probably chose the director. And I mean, like if he did, uh, then you also have Christopher Golden, who also worked on the Hell, uh, Hellboy films, not films, but not a uh, novel and stuff like that. So, uh, they, they are trying to bring it even closer to the original comic book than what they did. A comic that will never directly translate to the screen, uh, but that you're telling my intent in the movie to really honor and bring life to the original comics. Like, bring... If, if you want... Just be transparent with what you're doing if you're going to be trying to adapt it correctly. I've seen... I, I feel like Last of Us, the series, should be the pinnacle of what an adaptation should have. Uh, so... Um, they said there's going to be some changes from the comic. The original story is about Hellboy is protecting a man named Tom Farrell from a deal that he made with the demonic miser Jeremiah Watkins, who goes by the name the Crooked Man. In order, in an effort to save Tom's soul, Hellboy teams up with a witch named Cora. Uh, they learn that Cora will not be in the film, but she will be replaced by a new character that Mignola, the creator of Hellboy, created for the film uh, to try to give it some uh, of its own, like, originality uh, originality yes so at least the creator like the creator of hellboy is the one that's like helping make the script and in adapting and stuff like that right. if he we'll see about the this way the cinematography goes i have yeah. to see the trailer that's oh. gonna that's gonna be a first this is already giving uh, me anxiety because the final sentence the second um, to, second to last sentence crooked band will be shooting in bulgaria later this year bulgaria. Uh, yeah uh, but it's also rated r they're gonna go for rated R. They're doing our version of the film as it should be. Like, Bro, this they, is they, gonna be like they, they should have the hostile director come in. And, uh... <laughs> I want to see. I just need to see a trailer. I need to see a trailer for what they're doing, and and I need to see who they're choosing for Hellboy. If it's David Harbor, awesome. If it's someone new, let's. I just need to know who, please. That's all. Uh, but we're going to take a break. Uh, when we get back after the break, we're going to talk more David Harbour and Netflix. And then after that, movie, uh, video game stuff. Yeah, we will. Uh, see you guys uh, then, though. See you. Ah, there you are. Take this potion of healing and rest your weary feet, wanderer. You're halfway there. You are now fully rested. And we are back. And uh, we're here to talk about more Hellboy. And by Hellboy, I just mean David Harbour. Uh, (laughs) David Harbour apparently is just finally ready for Stranger Things to end. And you know what? I agree with him. Like, it's like he's been playing Jim Hopper since season one. And he uh, did an interview with Discussing Film, uh, promoting his new movie uh, called We Have a Ghost. But uh, whenever, of course, because people are unoriginal, they always want to ask about the most popular things. 
And uh, his quotes here, I'll read them. Uh, What's funny is when I started the show, I never, ever wanted it to end. That's why I love the show. I think it's a great show, even if I wasn't in it. Excuse me. Uh, Now we're almost nine years from filming the first season, and I think it's time for it to end. But it is, of course, very bittersweet. You know, there's a sadness there, but we've all grown up. Um, It's time for... Huh? Oh, you'll keep talking. It's a, it's something. I have a, I have a theory of who's gonna die. <clears throat> well, L, L has to die. Yeah, Hopper could. L could survive. Hopper could die. Well, Hopper no, I die. think Hopper's going to die, and then L's going to die. Everybody dies. It's a reset of the whole universe. Stop. And then they re, then they reboot it for the next like. All of a sudden, uh, Ezra Miller's just running really fast in the background. <laughs> and then it's, it's and it rips apart and that's the end of the film and then it and then they're all like dcu uh stranger things confirmed two years later they do a uh another show stranger things redux is what they'll call it and it's like 10 years or 20 years later no they should Miller's. call it they're gonna call it flashier things and then who's uh will will finn wolfhart's character is going to be played by ezra miller as an adult anti-flash <laughs> Except we will properly cast Ezra Miller as Anti-Flash. I like our new movie idea. I don't know about you guys out there, but uh, he's ready for it to end. I'm ready for it to end. I can't wait to see the ending, honestly. And uh, we're going to move on to uh, not the Yo, ending, Netflix is gonna be putting but the, money the beginning that. of something new. Netflix um, is putting their money into the that ending of Stranger Things. Yes, they're putting money into the ending. But I was saying because this is ending, like it gives the other things an opportunity to begin. Like, you know, this uh, next thing that we are going to be talking about, and it's uh, from Netflix and the creators of Dark, and they are developing an adaptation of the comic. Something is killing the children. Which yes. I have actually never heard of uh, before today, obviously. It is, uh, I think it won a, a one. It was the most sold English uh, American written comic uh, of the past five years, if I recall. I might be wrong. Really? But I th- I think I read that somewhere. But um, no, this, oh, this yeah. is it uh, ended up being one, not the most successful. It's one of the most successful English language comics uh, series in the last five years, selling more than two million copies worldwide and winning multiple Eisner Awards, including the 2022 Eisner Award for Best Continuing Series. Its story is around a small town uh, plagued by monsters, of course, that eat uh, not adults, children. Oh, so it's like it. But yes, no, it, no, no, so no. it's it. Uh, and then there's a mysterious young woman who has special powers to come back. It's so plus it's Stranger Umbrella things. Academy it with things. it combined. No, it's it, it's it plus Stranger Things, because uh, the mysterious young woman who has special powers is L, and then you have it, which is the monsters that eat children in a small town. Yeah, but I could still see Umbrella Academy. I could see that. Um, oh no, well, I'll just have to wait and see what they do with this because like. I, or read more into it because um, 
I'm interested. Its little tagline states, When the children of Archer's Peak begin to go missing, everything seems hopeless. Most children never return, but the ones that do have terrible stories. Impossible stories of terrifying creatures that live in the shadows. Their only hope of finding and eliminating the threat is the arrival of a mysterious stranger, one who believes the children and claims to see what they can see. Her name is Erica Slaughter. She kills monsters. Erica Slaughter. I hate, um, I hate her last name, though. Like, the shadow, the shadow that sounds monsters, cheesy as fuck. Please change that name. The shadow monsters are, are made by Gore the God Butcher. Stop. <laughs> I was thinking more like the next remake of Boogeyman, which I also saw the trailer for. Uh, like, it, I don't know if that's like the third one in my lifetime that I've seen no. at okay, least three Boogeyman there... films. This is the, this is, this is one <laughs> I was sitting there. I was like, dude, is this the Slenderman? And I was like, no, this is the fucking Boogeyman, dude. She was like, it's under my bed. So, and, and the, the music was like, is, and I was like, but I don't think this is the same continuation or reboot of the 2005 Boogeyman. No, with, because that was Barry Watson in that one. What the two thousand? Yes, that, Barry Watson. Barry Watson. Yes, yeah. Yes, the, but the, it, the fucking dude from Smallville. Like they not, have Boogeyman Two, Quark, which was these were direct video sequels. Which I remember Boogeyman Two, Two, uh, Boogeyman Three also happened. But apparently now they're making another one. But that one has nothing related to this series. That's what I was saying. So like this is the second iteration of Boogeyman, but. Uh, I didn't know about the third Boogeyman film, but what okay. I thought was the third Boogeyman film, this is going to be the fourth Boogeyman film in my lifetime. Like, this is this is based off of Bo the Boogeyman by Stephen King. The new one is, by the way. Okay. Yes, yes. Anyways, uh, some killing children, something based off of stuff. Guillermo del Toro likes uh, doing adaptations, uh, and he is doing an adaptation for his next project, stop motion animated movie. I think I talked about this a while ago, but it wasn't really anything said about it. Yeah, now, he now is there's a with... bit more information about it now, you know. <clears throat> so uh, it's a adaptation of Kazuo Ishiguro's fantasy novel, The Buried Giant, uh, for Netflix. But uh, of course, our modern gothic king Guillermo del Toro is going to put his nice, creepy, twisted, like uh, fucking spin on it. And uh, so the, the Buried Giant was published in 2015, 10 years after Ishiguro's last book. Uh, the story follows the journey of an elderly Briton couple, Axel and Beatrice, uh, living in a fictional post-Arthurian England in which no one is able to retain long-term memories. Okay, all right. Uh, Del Toro expressed his pride in getting to adapt the story for the screen, saying the Buried Giant continues my animation partnership with Netflix and our pursuit of stop motion as a medium to tell complex and build limitless world, uh, uh, complex mm -hmm. stories and build limitless worlds. Uh, it is mm -hmm. a great honor and greater responsibility for me to direct the screenplay with Dennis Kelly and, uh, and we are adapting from Kazuo Ishiguro's profound and imaginative novel. So... Del yes. Toro is like he's he's the modern day Gothic king. Like I don't he know what else to tell you guys. Like he 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 is behind every big Gothic movie in like the last twenty years. Like out of the three Pinocchio films that came out last year, Pinocchio. his was the best, best. His was the best best. And after if, if we're talking modern adaptations of Pinocchio, his is just the best. Um, like so he he brings he brings the Gothic to everything that he fucking touches. 
and it's it's fucking fantastic like i don't know i don't know how else to to say it i don't know if i'm nerding out right now because i'm in a gothic class like but no like guillermo del toro like i i've just realized after reading all of this stuff and learning more about specifically what the gothic is as a as a topic as um you know as an overarching theme it it's just he is fucking rot in the trenches of the gothic <laughs> that's the only mm-hmm. way that i could fucking put that so like if you guys have seen pan's labyrinth that's the vibe that i'm talking about that's literally Guillermo del toro's like i wish he would come back and redo pan's labyrinth with modern day uh technology like i'd fucking watch it again you know what i mean in fact i'd buy it like mm. i i'd definitely uh be able to say that and a lot of people didn't watch that movie because it was uh native spanish language and it was uh, in the middle of like the spanish civil war you know so uh a lot of people didn't they, they thought it was more of a, a war film because they didn't want to get past like the first like 20 minutes you know of yeah. uh um like integral background because it's important to understand all of what is going on in the setting in order to understand the real feelings that are coming through on on screen but it's got a cult following back then and it really wasn't understood by american audience because it was like mid 2000s late 2000s i know that's what i'm saying like but still to this day has great scores i still refer to it and uh it's like one of the best like horror watches that i watched as a kid so So since we're in the topic of animated films the most prominent and probably hyped animated film of this year is super mario bros movie Mm -hmm. uh the premiere date specifically has been brought ahead though two days two days Uh, yeah so it is going to be on april 5th then rather than april 7th um big change guys wow uh they're like they're so confident in those two days I mean, if you're ahead two days, then you're ahead two days. That's two more days mm-hmm. that it could be on the market, because it's already uh, they've already signed contracts to put it into theaters for X amount of time. You understand what I mean? And then just adding two more days on, especially earlier, and not for a preferred like normal day. So was it a Friday release or was it a Wednesday release? I just need to know. They probably moved it up to a Wednesday release. Let's be what honest. the hell they're gonna? I just. I need to see it. I just need to see it. I know. I'm, um, at, I'm really excited about it, like, especially with everything that Illumination has been putting out lately. Uh, I'm really pleased with pretty much everything, comes out like Wednesday. I said, uh, that uh, they, they've been putting out. You said it comes Wednesday. out a, on a Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. So they so, moved it up from a Friday <laughs> to a Wednesday so that it would have preferred showings, um, which means that it's, uh, its initial weekend bonus starts at Wednesday versus Friday. You understand what I'm saying? Like it's initial yeah. uh, wave of people. So whenever they do box office counts, it's going to move it up in the box office counts. Yes. So. Yes. So we're going to move on to video games now in the sense that we got something big. Uh, 2023. Sony State of Play. 
just happened. Sony State of Play, baby! Uh, February 2023, I guess, if you want to go with that. Or for February 2023, it happened. They announced some stuff. Um, they only do one of these, like, every six months or so. Like, uh, so this one was about PS5 and PSVR 2. <clears throat> yeah, and they got some so, video game stuff, as we'll just talk about those briefly, because we got a bit of this. Yes. Uh, we so, got extended looks at suicide squad kill the justice league so there's more gameplay elements uh featuring harley quinn king shark captain boomerang and deadshot uh Mm. they run around destroying enemies rocksteady also talked about post-launch support including a cosmetic battle pass gear score mechanics and upgradable weapons Cool. So uh, next up, we got Capcom prevent uh, preventing presenting us uh, new uh, Street Fighter Six characters, and uh, mm. uh, not a lot of people surprisingly are as familiar with Street Fighter as they are with like Mortal Kombat. You know what I mean uh, when it comes to those types of games. But uh, um, each character got a brief gameplay showcase featuring the unique fighting styles. Uh, Cami got the biggest makeover. Uh, coming with new hairstyle and jacket, Lily joins the cast as a newcomer. And then one of the most exciting things for me, personally, like, Baldur's Gate 3 is launching on PS5 August 31st. Uh, and that those are just initial releases. Xbox apparently does, uh, is in talks, like, with them to get a release at a later date. Uh, but, like, that's exciting to hear because that just means more people get to play the game. And uh, I hope that they work on some of the stuff because I've been hearing a little bit of stuff about PCs uh, like beta for Baldur's Gate 3, etc., etc. They have a lot to work on and they have time because they're presenting it to a whole new platform of people. So besides the point, that's uh, in August, which is uh, at least six months away. Uh, So so next up, we got the new Resident Evil 4 trailer confirming the return of Mercenaries mode. Resident Evil 4 remake trailer. Mercenary mode, I look it up just right now. And what it is, it's uh, kill off the zombies until the chomper arrives. So, yeah. The chopper? Uh, Yeah, you gotta wait until a chopper comes to take you out. It's like Left 4 Dead-esque. Gotcha. And then um, uh, they, there's also going to be a special demo of the game on the way. So that's pretty cool. Uh, next up, we got Bungie revealing uh, Destiny 2 uh, Lightfall's launch trailer ahead of next week's launch. Beginning um, of the end. It's the beginning of the end for Destiny 2. It is the I beginning think. of the end, if I'm not mistaken. I think this is the, this is the first final one, I think. Second, the second to final one. Second to final. Yeah. So That's crazy. Uh, it's a crazy how long subclass. their model lasted, you know? Like, mm-hmm. well, wow. I don't know. They, they were able to milk it. It was just easy for them to do. It was the same thing with uh, GTA 5. Yeah. Uh, they just went for it. Uh, uh, Sony reveals five games coming to PSV2 this year. PSVR2. Uh, PSVR2. I don't, I don't know how to say it anymore. PlayStation uh, First VR. game was shown The Foglands, a haunted first-person shooter. Uh, showing off combat against skeleton spiders and more. Uh, Green Hell, which, oh my god, I know about this one, uh, is a jungle survival game, but more intense, with creating tents, bows, and other tools to survive the harsh rainforest environment with also uh, weather conditions. You also get parasites in your body. Uh, and you have to deal... It's, it's 
yeah Mm-mm. it's into it's something oh and you got to deal with cannibals of course um dude what if what if fallout had the level of intensity as that fucking game uh it wasn't called spawn not what i'm thinking of the one that you played about like breaking out of hell what the fuck was that it was one word i think scorn scorn there you go what if they had mm. the the graphics of scorn like when you get like blood worms or something like mm. that on fallout 76 you understand what i'm saying like you like look down at your skin or something mean, like and there's like a little thing on a different engine than what they built it on oh big which, time big time yeah. you know what i mean but like <laughs> i'm just saying mm-hmm. how fucking crazy would that be that would be uh the fps fast-paced fps with some telekinesis powers called synapse uh game takes place in a black and white world with only color seemingly coming from your character's powers uh, Stealth Babes game was next on the Iconic Foundation series by Isaac Asimov, uh, titled Journey to Foundation. It showed shooting and stealthing around a play- space station. And of course, the last game shown was Before Your Eyes. A colorful interaction adventure about memory is where every time you blink, you jump for. Oh my god, you jump for. That sounds like a fucking seizure warning, but alright. Um. I think I think <laughs> you just gotta be careful when you you just got. It probably is gonna give you like the 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 instructions how the game's gonna work. Uh and you just kinda have to like know when you blink, essentially. Mm, I feel like uh, it's gonna be like something like uh uh Outer Wilds, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It says every time you blink you jump forward in time. So you just gotta I would I would just make sure you know when you blink. Uh Tetris Effect developers reveal new project called humanity i don't know what that means because it doesn't mean tetris no tetris effect the developers of tetris effect are are making a new title called humanity which shows a spirit-like dog leading hundreds upon hundreds of humans in a lemmings-like fashion uh we also saw a creation tool where players can create and share levels and i love that i love uh mm-hmm. when there's interactive ability uh w- between the developers and the uh players I l- and when that overlaps you get some really cool really fucking creative shit like for example fallout 76 you know like there's a whole building thing and you know you could not use fallout 76 you could be like minecraft people on minecraft can minecraft. get a world they can they can build on that world and they could show it off to their friends you know what i mean or share share their levels people make levels all the time in modded versions of uh minecraft or a, a dime mm-hmm. a dozen you know so mm-hmm. uh, next up we got chia the t being silent silent uh, so chia is launching into playstation plus extra tier uh it's a wind walker like exploration game from awakeb uh and we learned it's launching into playstation plus's extra and premium tiers on march 21st um next up we got goodbye volcano high (laughs) coming of age narrative game coming to ps5 and ps4 june june 15th narrative conversations between characters and some rhythm sections as you play through brand practice for your main character band not me and you playing (laughs) kiwi (laughs) and the next one for all you anime weeb anime you fucking uh, weebs naruto and boruto naruto x boruto ultimate ninja storm connections next gets a new trailer uh, series reconnects them into one story. We saw gameplay of the battle between Naruto and Sasuke, of course, and uh, tons of other characters across the series. And lastly, a new trailer for Digital Extreme and Airship Syndicate's Wayfinder, an RPG, action RPG, 
where you work together with friends to push back a hostile force that's taken over the world. Uh, gameplay overview in the trailer showing off combat and giant combat boss battles. And giant giant boss, battle. boss battle? That sounds like right up my fucking so, line of sight. Since we are talking about giant boss battles, and this will, we're going to get into a kind of a trigger controversial. Just, just not, be ready for, even... for. Just be uh, ready for. Yeah, like interesting. It, it, Atomic Heart. Like, but say less. It, well, so... so they have big, bo- they have big boss battles that are pretty intense and whatnot. I've only done one of them, two of them, so far. Two, three, something, four. If we're talking giant, giant bosses, two, one. Uh, but I play, I like the game, and I didn't notice this at first. But uh, they had to apologize for a racist cartoon, which I'm gonna assume has been taken out. Um, and the, the only reason why they, they was, it was in there in the first place is because of the cartoon that they're using, it, which is called, uh, what was it called? Um, uh, new Pog- Pogodi or, uh, a well, new Pog- just you wait. Yeah, well, you just, you wait, which is a Soviet era cartoon that started in 1969. And it was summarized pretty much Soviet it was just it was under free they they could use it for free to play on a tv in the background mm-hmm. of a video game and they were like okay we'll just stick that in there without thinking exactly you know what uh it was you know what i mean they just stuck the episode in there because i'm sure they won it's either up for like you know public domain or something like that mm. and it was really cheap and they just purchased it whatever and they just now, threw it on there because they didn't really nobody's really paying attention to the tv in the background of the game that's not the important i have part. read is that this cartoon was actually uh very favored uh it was like a childhood like classic in soviet russia yeah that's like, like the smurfs you know the smurfs are anti-jew like it's just it it, 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 it yeah, like it, it's every, not everything is as it was. Okay, guys. It, it, it's it's it, if you even look at it, not even our cartoons are even like that. Good. I know if that's what I'm saying. Like, fucking not, Steamboat not Willie type shit, dude. 90s cartoons. Aladdin, like, racist like as that, fuck. Yeah, inherently really. racist. You know, Disney put a warning over Aladdin before before it starts, saying this does not represent any ideas that we have, and we're sorry about the depictions about these cultures yeah. and and people in these cultures. Like even just the way that they're faces were structured you know what i mean Different like was just back it, then, man. yeah they yeah it was noses. just in, it was they, inherently racist yeah um but like it's just it's it talking about this stuff is is important but also knowing, it is very important you know knowing what I mean? about the boundaries of this of the history of behind this stuff is also important yeah that's like not... i understand why they put it on there because like it's a soviet era cartoon in a soviet mm-hmm. era game you understand what mm-hmm. i'm saying like mm-hmm. and it 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 makes sense like why they put it in there the, but the thinking is also going to be completely different during these times because of the culture and whatnot so of course it would make sense that it would be in that i don't I, it, it's i mean if thing. i if there was a tv going on in the middle of a world war ii war room in a game i'm talking about in in minecraft <laughs> mm-hmm. in a game so uh like if that was going on and like hitler was doing the hail hitler thing and he was doing one of his famous speeches in the background on like a tv while you're in like a war room or something like that i wouldn't say shit about it you know what i mean because one like it's like not the point of the game it's just something in the background nobody's mm-hmm. paying attention to it and it just adds realism. You know what I mean? And uh, so, 
yeah, you you understand guess, what I'm saying. I guess if we're talking about racism, Bioshock Infinite, which is like my favorite game of all time, dude. Even if I say that, it has heavy racist connotations, and that's just because of the setting. 1910, 1911 is when it's set, and dude, of course, it's gonna have racist connotations back then it's the setting it's the culture back then and, and and of course kind of the racist setting plays into the story a little bit for that game but here it's a background thing it's part of the cult it's part of the culture in in some sense and it was it, it, it's a depiction of how people thought back then uh of course they did the, they were criticized for not having a warning or context for this information i kind of agree they're, they said they're gonna go and edit in parts in question if they just put a warning over it good that will probably fix the fix all the equation. I just don't think this needs to be like taken out of the game. If it is okay, but at the same time, like I, it, it, it it's it's depictions like the, the of, of historical the, context. You understand? What it's I'm a saying? depiction of the past, and if we kind of like cover up, it's the thing. It's the thing with censorship. If we cover up the history, are we not going <laughs> to learn how to be better than the past itself? Right. Like Germans, Germans fucking hate Hitler. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like nobody fucking likes Hitler. Okay. Like except for Kanye West, obviously. <laughs> but like it, it's uh it's uh. uh you got to grow, you got to learn, you got to learn what's right, you got to learn what's wrong, and if people don't know what they're looking at, then you got to tell them, you know what I mean? And so I understand them wanting to put a warning before this ahead of time, but at the same time, should it have been, like, people should need to get rid of this fucking game, you know, like, uh, don't play it. Well, that's what Ukraine kind of thinks, and I understand Ukraine. I mean, because they're in active war time with them right now. So that completely makes sense, and I completely sympathize with Ukraine, and I'm, I'm there, like, for Ukraine, and I am pro ukraine and i understand people putting embargoes on trading between uh here and russia you know what i mean like the only the only difference like is that like these russians like aren't necessarily like pro like all of this stuff like they on on this on the, how the developers feel about this and whatnot and so mick gordon the guy who did the composing who did uh, for the film for this game but also did the com- composing for doom eternal and stuff like that uh he said they're a very nice company to munfish the developers of the game mm-hmm. so they're very nice to work with he donated all the money he got from them to the ukrainian funds uh foundation stuff like that to help them out which is which is great um, and he had no issues working with them and, and he didn't go specifically into talking about how they, the company feels about it. And there's a reason why. The well, company... yeah, because the, they're living under a fucking dictator right now and oh, saying yeah. something like that would be dangerous as fuck for actual Russian citizens. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause they're not free Russian over there. Word. Like we're, no. we're in America right here and we are free. Okay. So Whether people want to believe game... it or not, like we can pretty much say whatever we want and you know just kind of get away with it whereas they will hunt your entire fucking family down and kill them for slandering president putin you know the the game itself atomic heart its story is segmented up kind of like oh this this soviet russia is a great company what a great country and whatnot but at the same time it has the underlining story of tyrannical dictatorship and the effect of power and 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 the price of power and stuff like that so there is they are technically through their work in my opinion through the work that they put out for this film not film jesus i don't know why they keep calling it that video game they kind of made a statement that they are they are against 
the the Soviet era communism kind of uh, the way the, the government is kind of being run in, in Russia kind of right now through their own game. They're not saying it directly. And they I know can't. They, they, is what I just people, said. People would want them to, but they literally people want them to, and there are Russian citizens who do not agree with what's happening in their country. There were Germans who they did not can't. agree with what was happening in their country, but they preserved their life, you know, over over this free because speech. That, that, they, that's literally this, that's that's the whole thing. And if this company came out and said <clears throat> anything about uh, supporting Ukraine and being against their their and with the amount of money and marketing that they did for this, it's probably going to be cut off for from like funding from investors and stuff like the government's going to get in between their investors and also probably going to get in between their marketing and and how they sell the game and the shipping between that and all and all that stuff like they're gonna they're gonna shut them down completely they're mm -hmm. gonna make sure they do and it's just because they have a, a they're the game the munfish has a giant outreach for this game massive outreach right i don't think that that war was happening when they started the production on this game oh for you sure this game, came, this game like, started production back in like 2016 2017 that's what i'm saying like so i i i don't think that they had ill will towards ukrainians uh oh, you know sure. and it, just as much as there are varying ideas in this country there are varying ideas in that country you know what i mean and uh you just got to let people do people and you know if you want to play the game play the game if you don't want to play the game just, don't just play the game if, and i'm just, saying this about any game in the future yeah. i'm saying this about two games specifically that are out right now that i you know like we don't got to mention it's, or it's, nothing, contra but it's controversy season man it is controversy season, season but like when i say i'm not going to mention it it's the next fucking topic but besides the point <sighs> <laughs> it's just to me here is it's kind of hypocritical to say hey we don't support the like it's the whole thing man every company every major company or something behind it at least some sort of part of it it doesn't matter if it's the company itself or if it's the country that they're a part of or if it's if, oh, the dictatorship or the government that they live under or if it's something with like one of the the sole people in the company itself or a brand that they You know what? If we were with. actively bombing somebody, I'd expect their country to be like fuck your games too. You understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. especially ones that are about strong patriotism. I'm just saying it's hard to stay away from things being all okay every every major company and whatnot everything you pretty much own is has a dark side behind it in some form of way uh and i'm not saying this company uh the munchfish is is bad for uh is is against i'm just saying they live under a government that just like they live under a government that'll fucking kill them for saying anything otherwise so it doesn't give them the freedom that we have that's it's what like, i'm saying i said that, that I, I said we're free here like, like that. i i that's the best way that i could put it guys and we're free we're freer we're not we're not fully free but we're freer yeah i didn't say <laughs> that we were a fucking nation of barbarians all right like it's just... <laughs> we have no laws yeah we're getting close but we're, we're, we're <laughs> the wild west bitch uh, uh, man, we're, we're we're progressing backwards to that. Uh, literally, though. It's, it's wah, the, wah, wah, so wah, wah, another contra another controversial. That's the last piece of Wonder game. Bread in the store. Give it here, An bitch. Sorry. <laughs> another controversial <laughs> game uh, that comes out uh, would be it comes out. Oh man, if, if if like you would have somebody yell Avada Kedavra at you when you said that to them, like you'd have two sides: the Wild West side and then the Hogwarts Legacy uh, fan people side. Mm -hmm. uh, you'd have different like sectors that that would group off. Right. Uh, Controversy hour. Welcome. And uh, uh, so, 
Hogwarts Legacy, yes, it sells 12 million units in its first two weeks. Uh, uh, which is, yeah. you know, putting it up there as a candidate for Game of the Year, which is uh, fantastic. Um, <clears throat> so uh, the numbers were revealed alongside Warner Brother Discovery's earnings, which saw the company lose $2.1 billion. Yay. And uh, that makes uh, Hogwarts Legacy, which has been controversial itself, a rare bright spot for the company's financials. You know, um, you know that people hate bought this game. It's a weird thing nowadays. If you hate something, people buy the product and then destroy it, and then put it on 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 like social media. They for don't like, care if you fucking destroy it listen, afterwards. They, they just don't care, care if that you they destroy got it. Your you money. bought the product, right? Exactly. They're all like, "Oh, you see this disc right here? Crack!" And I'm like, "Well, you bought the disc in the first place. You already bitch. bought the disc. Like, you bought you bought four four of these shoes, right. four pairs of these shoes, and you burn them all. Like, you, right? You, you still your money. bought four pairs of the shoes, like." <laughs> It's just, it, it makes no fucking sense, these people out here. But, uh, so, it's, um, what was I going to say? It's a big, it's a big win for Warner Yeah, it's Bros. a, it's a big right win now. for Warner Brothers right now in their dark, in their darkest hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> their darkest hour. Darkest uh, hour, well, I mean, seriously, when Warner Bros. and Discovery, like, merged, they started cutting content all over the platform and whatnot. And now they're just they're like resegmenting DC films as a whole, like Beast Note, the DC like universe as a whole, and it's just it's a lot of a lot of shifting, a lot of shifting in the in this company, and not, not all of way. it is not right. all of it is great looking right now. It's kind of kind of concerning, um, but I mean, if they're able to get money for this, like the game's doing well, the game's doing well. Let's just go with that. Uh, you've still been playing it, although you've been on and off because of, of course, Fallout. Uh, but yeah, pretty much. Like I only yeah. get on it like two times a week. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I. But I'm still playing I, it. No, yeah, no. Um, I mean, it's a single player game, so you could just like milk the content over over time. That's what I do with. That's what I'm doing with Atomic Card. I kind of go play on and off, but it, it's you just like milk the content over a longer period of time. Yeah. Um. But next speaking- up. <laughs> if we're talking this one, big open games, uh, uh, spoken, dude. You remember when we talked about that game? I don't. Yeah, dude. Like, I remember dude. when we started talking about it. Whenever you know, uh, uh, who was it? it? Was announced. PlayStation. It was a- I think it was a PlayStation announcement. It was a PlayStation announcement, and they announced it, and then the game came out, and it was doo doo dog shit. As apparently, what I've heard is that the op- the world is so open Empty. but barren. It is barren. It's the it, apparently what I've uh, uh, what I'm getting is that's the same it's barrenness the as as Anthem. It's the yeah, Anthem and, disease. And I don't Square Enix stop stop it. Uh, so <laughs> I know Square Enix like needs to just like stick to JRPGs or something. I don't fucking know. Like it just well, they need to give more love to the Just Cause series and build off that because they're the ones that they're the publishers of that. They're the publishers but, of Kingdom Hearts, you know? Like, they're uh, the publishers of Final Fantasy games. Didn't we talk about Do you how know how many sold, fucking like, Final Fantasy I... games are? Didn't we, didn't we talk about like how we, they sold one of their, like, a few of their IPs recently? Yeah. Or something like that? Dude. It just, oh, they sold the Tomb Raider IP to, like, Amazon Studios or something like that, man. Yep. 
But um, anyway, but no. uh, Forspoken's developers, Luminous Productions, will be absorbed back into Square Enix to continue working on AAA games. AKA, the company didn't do that well uh, with their uh, first game, so they're Being folding six it. Out of ten, Megacritic sixty-four. They're folding it back into Google the company. It's just going to game. have the title Square Google Enix. Google users says twenty-nine percent. They also said like the. The the uh the, the the okay here we go, uh empty world enthralling to traverse although they felt the combat was one note and kind of useless in comparison. <laughs> mm. Uh, the game ended by the time it was presented a player with a full range of abilities. Dialogue received criticism from players for being cringy, and became the subject of internet memes. Forspoken <laughs> is the sort of game you've probably seen before from its stereotypical fish out of water fantasy story to its giant open world map full of repetitive optional tasks. I'm going to play it, but I can't play it because it's a console exclusive. Yeah. Uh, I, it, it, it's also on Microsoft Windows, I think. But, yeah, I think it's on PC as well. But, <clears throat> but we're going to go to other games, one that's more successful, and that is the remake of Dead Space. Oh boy, EA is. Which is getting it. like 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10, 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10. So it's sitting like 9.4 or some shit. It's expensive and. Yeah, no, it's a full price for a new console, if I'm not mistaken, but it makes sense. Um, So EA has already decided, hey, they're considering, you know, we like this. This money, this money is coming in. Ooh, money, green. We got to get more by making more remakes. No, they should have put some some AI in there to fix the signs. Dead Space 2 and 3 remakes. No, no, don't do that. Don't do a, a Rockstar move. Please don't. No Rockstar? No AI Rockstar No, move? stop, because I don't want to see some weird... It would probably fit with, like, narrative of, like, how Dead Space works, as as the signs would be wonky and weird and alien. But, it, yeah. Anyway, so uh, there's been screenshots of EA survey gouging interest in remakes of Dead Space uh, sequels. Uh, and basically what they got is I, there's pictures on this article that show what, what they got. And uh, the first one is, uh, would you like to see a Dead Space 2 remake? And a majority of people quest, uh, checked extremely interested. Uh, well, and duh. people like <clears throat> people for Dead Space 3 uh, checked. What was it? Uh, they checked also extremely interested. So. Um, yeah, no, people are, uh, getting interested. It makes it, if you want to make these, this game, just do it right. Um, you could definitely remake three and make it better though. Um, so with three works, if they, if they do well, they could possibly move on and expand onto that to make like more dead space games afterwards, uh, which would be really cool to see. Better but, dead space yeah. games afterwards. I know. So since we're talking about expansions and whatnot, it's official. It's official. It's official. We finally got a, a official announcement for Elden Ring DLC. Shadow of the Erd Tree. It has been officially announced. And we got a small little uh, picture with it as well from this article, which I really, really like. Um, but there's no nothing about it. Nothing. Except for a tweet that says, Rise tarnished and let us walk a new path together. Uh, and that, that, yeah, Shadow of the Earth Tree currently in development. We hope you look forward to new adventures in the lands in between, lands between. 
Um, I wonder what they are going to do if they're adding on a whole new like section of the map, which they, they're probably going to, or if they're doing something interesting. I think I got a new bald spot going because of this game. <laughs> I just, like it caused I that just... much significant stress in my life like i think my blood pressure went up like 10 points when i started playing this game so this this there's a chance that the shadow of Vertrae could take place after the events of elden ring where mikola finally break free of his cocoon mikola being the brother of mm, mm, what's her name melina melania uh, or he's 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 the one that uh, if you fight, what's his name, Lord, he's like the Blood Lord Mog? or something. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the giant. There's the giant egg behind him. That's Mikola. He's in a cocoon. Moog puts him in a cocoon and stuff. But Mikola, the blood, brother of Melania, one of the Empyreans cursed to be forever young. He created a Halig tree to allow himself to grow and to be an adult and to purge the rot from Melania. This is after the realization that the Golden Order wasn't able to cure Melania of the rot. Uh, they, it's a, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Oh, sorry. Just but the jokes about the crimson rot coming through. There's, there's a bunch of things about like, if about like hints to, uh, Mikola like rising or being awake or he, 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 if, uh, did something to do with the ending of the game. And if you go through these events, it's going to wake him. So we'll see what happens, honestly, because you, of course, you know, new enemies more than likely new dungeons. Yeah. New status effects, <laughs> uh, and new, new hard bosses. Yeah, no. If we're fight, if we're gonna, fight I still haven't Mikula, beat the final boss. I'm not even going to lie. Fight, I'm not going to front and say that I finished that fucking health draining ass fuck that is uh, what's his name? It, Radagon, was that his huh? name? Yeah, Which one? Silver haired fuck at the end that turned into a giant dragon thing. Radagon. Is that yes, him? I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, dude, no, like. I still haven't beaten the end of boss, but that's because I got distracted by other video games. I need to go back and beat it. I'll probably go back and beat it once the DLC comes out. You say that, like you say that. No, I, I will. I honestly PvP. would play the DLC again. Uh, play it when the DLC comes out. We'll see what happens. I don't know, but if we're fighting Mikola, if that's the actual. At least I know theory, the story now. You know, like if so we're going to be fighting lost. Mikola, the theory is Mikola that is the brother of Melania. Please. <laughs> He's gonna be just probably a uh, sword fight fast, hopefully not too too fast where you die each time several times over and over and over again. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, they said they're in development, so who knows? I say a few months, maybe even longer. I don't know. Oh. We'll just see if they can get it up at the end of the year. That'd probably be the best thing they could do, but we'll absolutely have to see. They've probably been in development for a while on it but now they're saying they're officially in active development to get it pushed out so speaking of things in development um this this kind of excited me and i just want to include it yeah this because, is all you yeah like so it's this new game called the thermiturge and it's a new story rich rpg announced by frostpunk and witcher one remake developers so uh 11-bit studios which you did frostpunk and fool's theory that is uh the company that did witcher one remakes uh <clears throat> are churning out a new story that is set in early uh early 20th century warsaw 
and has been announced for PC. Uh, no release window has been given as of yet. Uh, that doesn't, just because it's announced for PC doesn't mean that it can't be announced for anything else, but I'd still be interested in it. You know what I mean? Just like Baldur's mm -hmm. Gate 3. So, mm -hmm. uh, Thermiturge refers to the ancient Greek word for one who performs supernatural events. So, yes, you can expect supernatural stuff to happen in this new isometric RPG. Uh, it promises a unique take on combat, character development features, and investigation mechanics, uh, touching upon the complex theme of inner demons. Uh, you can watch the trailer uh, on YouTube or wherever you want to look it up. Uh, the Thaumaturge. T-H-A-U-M-A-T-U-R-G-E. Uh, Thaumaturge. Uh, revolves around the idea of demons both on physical and metaphysical layer, uh, metaphorical layers. Uh, Fool's Theory design director Carolina Kuzia Rokos. Uh, after all, it's a game infused with 11-bit uh, studios philosophy of meaningful entertainment. Its theme is evoked in different areas of the game with gameplay mechanics of narrative aspects being only a part of those. So okay. it looks like we are getting a new RPG and uh, like you got to build relationships and stuff like that. So that's cool. Definitely, I'm, I'm watching the announcement trailer and you definitely are summoning like monsters and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, but like it, it focuses on demons. Like, yeah. so, uh, there's a spell book that they we'll have. have more on its appearance after its appearance at the game developers conference next month in San Francisco. So we'll, I'll, mm. I'll follow up about more about the thermaturge and tell you guys if it looks like something that, um, uh, would be playable for me, I guess. Like, <laughs> but, um, uh, coming up towards the end here, uh, this is the second to last thing here. I am going to go into Fallout 76 with Zach. And we are, I, if you don't care, <laughs> you can get out of here. Or um, you can leave, all right? So, you can. We give uh, you permission, what is, all right? What is happening here? It, it is the new update. What it means, this update, I didn't even know this update is, is only available for this season. Uh, or not only available. It seems like it'll be going from the today the 28th birthday to the 21st of march so almost a month uh yes. this is the mutation invasion and season 12 with rip daring and the krypton hood it uh, is and what is going on so we got a bit of stuff uh as dodge initiate dodge and i can probably do his voice if i try out look out initiate no i can't <laughs> initiate dodge uh mutations of daily ops are spilling out into appalachia get ready on tuesday uh, February 28th, and we're bringing a new weekly rotational event that adds daily ops mutations to public events. So what's going on is that at the top of every hour, there is Which is awesome, may I add, because sometimes there isn't events for long periods of time and like really good events for long mm -hmm. periods of time, and it's so really stressful. Completely, uh, there will be a mutated public event held. What does it mean by mutated? Well, mutated means that it's going to have the mutations that daily ops will have. Uh, so it could be toxic, toxic blood from the enemies when you kill them, explosive, invisibility, uh, freezing, speed, regeneration in packs, uh, uh, stuff like that. And then, and then they also added a new daily ops uh, 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 ability to these enemies, which we will talk about soon. 
Yes, but, but there yes. are new daily ops features. Uh, in addition to the mutated public events, they've added in new locations, rewards, a new enemy type, and mutation into uh, the daily ops rotations. So uh, there's a new enemy encounter group, uh, and it says, "Grab your tinfoil hats, aliens have arrived." Love that. Aliens, aliens uh, new locations. You get to explore the Capitol building, the Garen Mining Headquarters, and Morgantown High School, which are all mm. really big locations. Um, so, new mutation, uh, reflective. Enemies will periodically enter a reflective state that reflects back some of the damage done to them, which really yeah. fucking blows, dude. It so, blows. on top of the mutated public, mutated public events, you when you finish and complete them, you get a mutated package as reward, which includes med, resources, ammo, a three-star legendary item, and chances of rare plans that I think are, are specific to these mutated events. And this will be going from February 28th to March 21st, from what it says. Yes. Uh, for the O's from a hungry mutated public events completed with at, three, at least three Fallout First members present will award mutated party packs to all participants. The party packs are similar to mutated packs. Mutated packages, with, but with additional rewards, of course. After the first three weeks... Which reminds me, I have to change events, my icon so everybody knows I'm a first member, so I can put it on the first one. Uh, after the first three weeks of the mutated public events, they will return for a week at a time uh, at the top of the hour for a week straight. Um, so that means they'll return for a week at a time at the top of the hour for a week straight. Does that mean occasionally they'll come back? The mutated public events. Maybe. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's what they're doing. Um, it's just called Mutation Evasion. They added a whole um, calendar for this stuff, too, which shows Mothman Equinox is coming up. Uh, it's got that. Uh, it should be all updated. And then new season with Cryptid Rip Daring and the Cryptid Hunt as it's a whole new season of 100 rewards. Uh, cryptid re uh, specific rewards. New ally added new camp items introducing something called the re-roller which you know the final you the final thing should be kelvin from the next thing that we're talking about that would be fucking hilarious but um <laughs> 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 uh but yes there's new rewards like cryptid rewards are so cool fallout first members get exclusive plushies if i'm not mistaken um that looks two exclusive plushies which i will buy some uh, first later on yeah but uh um, from floor decor to armor armor paints uh it offers up cryptid themed goodies for all of us cryptid hunters out there um you're gonna welcome brother steven into your camp because he is the new ally that they've released uh and may the blessings of the mothman be upon you um <laughs> new camp items uh including a hunter's cabin fit for rip daring and uh the hunter's throne and uh, there's a new uh, Steins display, and there is also a uh, uh, something it's called the it's the taxidermy taxidermy. Oh no, you were talking this bit. The sign display is pretty cool. It's a taxidermy bear holding up bear, beer Steins, which is awesome. Which yes, is awesome. Uh, but uh, the next thing is the actual new utility function that they have included, which I used today uh, and got something like way worse like so mm. that was that was cringe i just wanted to use it on one of the on my weekly ones that i was just like eh, you know this is something new would be different like it would be cool like now it says i have to cripple 30 heads and i don't even know what the fuck that means i'm gonna have to oh you have up. to use that and you have to crit shot their heads 
like you have to take their health down on on the bar that it shows whenever you use vats so you have to just just you have to take it down all the way um it's the, interesting yeah i'm gonna roll. it's, it's I'm annoying gonna, it's I'm, annoying i'm gonna roll it, it that's again. what the re-roll happens for, yeah that was one of the ones that fucking happened when i re-rolled like challenge re-rolls once per day re-rolled daily or weekly challenges for free challenge re-rolls can be also claimed for free on the season board or purchased in the atomic shop of course yep. you can also use many re-rolls per day as you like re-roll challenges have a chance of also becoming an epic challenge which offers even better rewards um and then community calendar stuff and whatnot, which also shows that in June we have season 13, which is officially called Shoot for the Stars, and the uh, which is going to be space themed again. Which yes, I love the space themed one. This will be a third space themed. Uh, I gotta go get season. my tinfoil hat. Uh, and also the the update will be called Once in a Blue Moon, so we'll see what what happens there because it's also probably going to be yeah, dude. Space my fucking update today. <laughs> Huh? was 24 get almost 24 gigs mine was 23 Oof. Mm -hmm. yeah so they did they, they just uh, they do some stuff and then there's a bunch of patch notes that we can read but we're not going to do that yeah, as I'm we not, are on I'm to our last it. one which is about a survival game that recently came out and is being memed across the internet but also people love it and it it's like it to... looks like a lot of fun but like if you're expecting your progress to matter <laughs> i don't necessarily know if you want to play it right now you so, know like if you're like you, just you looking just, for you, the you lols, just don't use kelvin you lock him in like a cage or something like that get him get him like keep him away uh you put him down below with the cannibals while you sit up top within your uh, well no apparently he can do other things you can ask him to do other things so just don't ask him to go uh find a tree just don't, don't do that don't, don't go logging kelvin don't hey, go logging we're, we're talking about Sons of the Forest. Well, Sons of the Forest is the sequel to the 2014s of the Forest, which is a survival-based game where you were crash-landed in the forest, and you have to deal with cannibals and survive, and it has a crazy wild story, which I played through uh, the first one. And I watched sequel... a PewDiePie walkthrough of uh, the forest, which was always, you know... It's PewDiePie, like, what do you so expect? So, the hardcore survival sim, which is dominating Steam, is a deeply funny game because everybody's having fun with it. And one of the big things about it is Kelvin, an NPC uh, sidekick <laughs> that you can use. He's an unpatched dude, problem. <laughs> he is an unhinged maniac. He's an unpatched, unhinged logs. fucking maniac. Like... And so what he does is he'll go find logs from the largest tree. Now, if you have a tree house that's made of logs, he will go destroy the tree that's holding up your tree house because it, because technically and it then, has the most logs like that's why mm -hmm. it, it's a, his his uh thing says hey you know they should they should definitely put a cap on that and be like if, if they're you know like if if x tree has more than 10 uh logs on it then it's probably a fucking cabin you know what i mean so don't knock that down so obviously they just have so, to they have to they have to fix his ui with an array Thank you guys. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, so, dude, dude also just gives a thumbs up after he's done. There's a bunch of videos of it. It's hilarious. Um, people are also. It seems like people are having a great time because this is a game that this is and they're sledding. This is a multiplayer. They're mm -hmm. sledding. They're sledding in the game that they that this is an actual implementation that the that developers put in. But the sledding at certain points can get very very treacherous fast, very very quick you should talk about the uh, glitch 
And you can all, uh, there's also the glitch that people call the Mario Stomp, where if you stand on top of a person in snow, you can stomp them down into the snow, uh, which is, I don't know if that's part they of, like, They just kind of, like, slowly get sucked in, like, quicksand. It's nuts. I don't know if it's part of like the snow is like the it's compacted and that's like the heaviness or if that's actually them sinking through the mesh itself. No, I, I have think no idea. I think it's them sinking through the mesh itself. Like uh, they should probably mm. rebake it. Like to yeah, start so, to start with like as an but, ex- as an experiment and then if but, not they should definitely uh, mess with the uh, the physics of the material itself. Cuz snow if probably you don't, has if you want to get down material. the mountain faster uh and you don't want to use a sled and you want to kind of survive uh pretty quickly uh you can just open your your notebook which is kind of like your menu your crafting menu while you're falling down and uh you'll just you'll go like five miles uh over over the forest and then and 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 land perfectly safe and sound i can Uh, show you the world (laughs) from (laughs) From, like five feet like or five feet i'm at five miles like they fly you down the fucking it, it's crazy Dude. it's crazy so, physics. but what i've heard is that people are having a great time i had a good time with the first game even when it was in beta this one's in beta they, they they're working on it uh building it on it. and they have them funds to work on it even better so uh i'm looking at some of the creatures this one is disturbing and i would not want to see it in game uh oh god that is that is terrifying uh i don't i don't like that imagine a body with with a human body with no arms and it's completely naked except from head all the way down to to pelvis is a slit that is the mouth and that mouth is ridged with like (laughs) fingers or something like that it is it is it is unhinged nightmare but that's what the forest is so i don't know the people are having a really fun time with it so it sounds it sounds like a good time i probably i don't know when i would play it eventually at some point but that's it thank you for listening if you're new returning whatever we have facebook check it out we, we do have a facebook discord Send i guess us that needs to be updated heavily uh we have no we have some advertisement but of course you can shout us out because that's grateful as hell for us um and now we've come to the end where I have to tell a fact. Zach's facts. It's Zach's the birthday fact. Facts. It's a it's birthday, birthday fact. fact. When you turn 25. Say something about a big quarter or you're going to die. When you turn 25, the Quattro Elf comes. What? I'm just gonna end this podcast. Like, what, <laughs> I, I, dude? Dude, he he's a little he's a little scamp. He meets you at 3 a.m. at night. He sits in your corner and he seems he, you might get him conf, cons, cons, uh, confused with a paralysis demon, but it's it, no, it's, it's elf, but with a three. Oh god, <laughs> that'd be that'd be Threlf. Threlf. All right. Uh, 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 okay. Cool. Uh, I just forgot what I said. Anyways, thank you for listening. Um, I think we're going to get off here and play uh, 76. Yo, 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 you want some chicken to go? Bye, guys. We should just just take that (laughs) tagline from from Kane's. We really should. Make it ours. Yo, 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 you want some podcast to go? (laughs) 
All right. <laughs> We're out of here. All Bye, right, guys. See you, <laughs> It seems as if you have done it. <clears throat> done what you ask? Hmm. Well, it seems like you have crawled into the internet wormhole known as the Spitting Nonsense Podcast and made it out alive. Congratulations, Wanderer.